the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Come on, we are on part four of we will not fear. We will not fear, right? We will not give in to fear. Look at your neighbor and say, I will not fear. Fight! Let's go! Sounds like fighting words to me. I'm ready. I'm ready, right? doesn't matter. We will resist fear. We will stand firm against fear. Come on, you guys. We're going to refuse to fear. We have to make this choice. We're going to refuse to fear. We're going to renounce fear. We're going to stand firm against fear. Fear of what? Ooh, it got quiet. Fear of lack? Come on. Fear of man? Fear of judgment, fear of rejection. Y'all ready to be done with fear of rejection? Fear of rejection. Who cares? Be confident of who you are in Christ Jesus. That's where you need affirmation from. It's from the word of God. We don't need it from people. We seek affirmation and transformation through the word. People are going to let you down all the time. We're going to let you down, right? Fear of rejection, fear of abandonment. I mean, everybody, we all come through dysfunctional families. You want to know why? Because we're, we're in it. <laughs> There's always some kind of dysfunction. You know, you think that they have the perfect mom, the perfect dad. There's always some kind of dif- dysfunction, right? Because each and every single one of us has to renew our mind to the word of God. We can have the best of the best, but we still have to renew our mind. We still have to renew our experiences, right? Fear of rejection, fear of abandonment, fear of loneliness. I kid you not. Seriously. Singles. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm getting older. I'm getting older. Like, I don't want to grow old and be alone. Do you know how many people are in marriages that are alone? It's not about that. It's about in here. It's about your narrative. Is your narrative confident in the word of God? Is your narrative confident about who you are in Christ Jesus? Come on, we got to renew our mind. We're not going to fear anything. We're not going to fear loneliness. But I don't have any friends. Who cares? You've got a best friend. His name is Jesus. Introduce yourself. It's time to wake up and realize you've got a best friend right there with you at all times. We need to talk to God. We need to be anxious for nothing, fear nothing, but we talk to God about everything. We talk to God about everything that's going on in our situation. We talk to God about the good. We give him thanks for what he's done, and we believe that he will do it again, and he will do it again. He did it in the word. He'll do it again. Come on. He did it for them. He'll do it again, again and again. Miracles, signs, wonders. What are you expecting? Do you got confident expectation and fear? Come on, are you got confident expectation that something good is going to happen to you today? We wake up in the morning and we change the narrative and we tell ourselves something good is going to happen to me today. Something good is going to happen to me today. I got seed in the ground. I'm going to expect a harvest of something good happening to me today. Do you believe that? We believe it. We will not fear. We will not fear failure. Come on. We're not going to fear disappointment that we're going to fail them and we're going to fail this and we're going to fail in in school and we're going to fail in this career. We're going to fail in this relationship. We're going to fail in this step of, you know, going towards our future. We're going to fail. We're going to fail. Stop. Stop fearing failure. That you're going to fail your parents, that you're going to fail your your boss, that you're going to fail your spouse, that you're going to fail your kids. Stop 
fearing failure because your mind is completely focused on failure and you're wondering how come you keep failing. You keep failing because what are your thoughts focused on? You're putting all that energy into what? Fear of failure. Stop. Renew your mind and start putting your thoughts and your focus on success. I will succeed in this relationship. I will succeed in this career. I will succeed with my kids. I will succeed. I will overcome this negative thought. I will overcome this negative processing. Come on. I will overcome this negative habit I have with eating. I will overcome this negative habit I have with food or with your finances. Whatever it is that you deal with, we need to change the narrative up here to the Word of God. We've got to align our thinking to the Word of God. We will walk in faith and we will reject fear. We will refuse fear. We will renounce fear. Fear be gone. Fear not. God said, fear not because I am with you. Remind yourself who is with you. God is with you. God loves you and you have nothing to fear. You've got nothing to fear. And if you're allowing the enemy to deceive you, it's time to wake up and pay attention to who you are. You've got God living and dwelling inside of you. You've got nothing to fear. Come on, we will not fear fear failure. We will not fear sickness. We're not going to fear COVID. We're not going to fear the next and the next and the next virus and the next mutated virus, whatever. We will not fear. We will not fear. We trust God that we are healed by the stripes of Jesus. Come on, we trust God that Jesus Christ, he went to the cross, he shed his blood, and by his stripes, we are healed. We are made whole. We're going to stand on the word. When the circumstance comes, when we're in the midst of the storm, what are we going to do? We're going to raise a hallelujah. We're going to raise, we're going to give God thanks for what he's done and what he's about to do. We will not allow the enemy to win. Where does he win in here. He wins in here. That's where he wins. And he starts with fear. Ooh, we will not fear. We have nothing to fear. We simply resist the devil and he flees. Resist and he flees. Resist and he flees. He's a little flea. We will not fear. Come on, we will not fear death. To be gone is to be with Jesus. Peace. We will not fear death. We've got nothing to fear. We have nothing to fear. We will not fear. Jesus said in John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you. My perfect peace I give to you. Jesus is leaving you perfect peace. He's giving you perfect peace. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let this is so important. Do not let, do not allow, do not permit your heart to be troubled, nor let it be afraid. Let, allow, permit my perfect peace to calm you. What do you need peace be still in your life? You need calming in your life. We need to not let our heart be troubled. We need to trust the words of Jesus. My perfect peace calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. You have courage and strength from Jesus to overcome any circumstance, to overcome any challenge. It doesn't matter what knocks on your door. It doesn't matter what comes your way. Let's go. Let's go. And how are we going to do that? With the words of Jesus, with the word of God. This is a choice. We have to choose strength. We have to choose courage in every challenge. We don't give up. We get up. 
We don't give up, we get up. And we, when we fall and when we fail, we don't give up, we get up. We get up, we get up, we fight, we stand. And when we've done all to do that we can do, we stand. We stand therefore, we stand firm in faith. We stand secure in the word of God. Doesn't matter if the situation has not changed. Doesn't matter if everything looks like it's going wild. The relationship's worse, everything's going crazy. Kids are worse, sickness is worse. We're gonna stand firm in what we believe, and we believe the word of God, right? This is a choice. Jesus gave us this choice. He died on the cross and paid the price so that we would have the right to make this choice, that we would choose him, that we would choose Jesus, that we would choose salvation. Come on, choose freedom over bondage. How many of you guys ready? We're not, who wants to be a slave for the rest of their life? A slave to negative thoughts, a slave to fear, a slave to doubt, a slave to depression, a slave to anxiety. Who wants to be a slave? No, choose this day that you will not go back. You will not go back to that mentality. This day, today, mark it in your book, mark it in your notebook, write the time down, write the date down that you will not fear. You will not fear. You will not be in bondage to negative thoughts. You will not be bound by fear. Come on, let's go. Choose faith over fear. You have faith, but confident expectation that you will overcome. Put faith, confident expectation that this is your day of victory. Today is the day, right? Choose strength and courage in every situation, in every circumstance. It's not like, oh, she's just wired like that. Oh, she's just strong. No, I choose to be strong. I choose that in Christ Jesus, that's where I get my strength, in the word of God, in my I am's, in my new creation. Come on. It's in power. It's encouraging. It's inspiring to know that God did it for me. He'll do it for you. God did it for me. How? By the renewing of my mind to the word of God. Renewing of my mind to the word of God. That's how we do it. Choose a faith-filled heart over a fearful heart. My heart is going to be filled with faith. I make the decision. I don't care if I feel afraid. I choose that. My heart will be filled with faith. And I will not allow, I will not permit, I will not tolerate fear. I will not accept fear. Amen? Come on. Jesus said, do not let your heart be troubled. Do not let, allow, permit, accept, or tolerate fear. Job 3.25, Job said, for the thing which I greatly feared the most has come upon me, and that which, which, that which I was afraid of has come unto me. In another version, What I always feared has happened to me. What I dreaded has come true in the Amplified. For the thing which I greatly feared has come upon me, and that which I was afraid has come upon me. God's word translation. What I fear most overtakes me, and what I dread happens to me. Anybody? Come on, wondering why this is happening. You've got confident expectation in the negative. We gotta turn it around. We gotta flip the script, come on. In the Good News Translation, everything I fear and dread comes true. You know what, we've got to flip the script and everything that we have faith in comes true. Everything that we've got confident expectation in the good happens to you, right? Your faith will come to pass and so will your fear. 
That's why we have to resist fear. We need to refuse fear. We need to get serious. We need to get serious about our thoughts. We need to get serious about that negative uh, narrative that we got going on. And we need to break up with it. It's over, right? We need to renounce fear and stand firm against fear. We got a generation that doesn't want to live. We've got a generation that hates themselves. Why? Because they're allowing fear, fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of, and it's not even young people. It's society, fear of not getting enough likes, fear of not getting a follow for a follow, fear of like, no one's going to see my video. Who cares? All of that is irrelevant. That means nothing. Why do all these, some of these influencers take their life? Why? Because it means nothing. It means nothing. Your real life, real relationships, that's why we come to church. We come to church to fellowship, right? To have friendship so that we get to know each other because somebody who knows you by name, they can look you in the eye and they tell you what's up. They tell you, you know what? You, you got some things to work on. And you're like, you know what? So do you. <laughs> and that's what we're here for. We're in this together. We're better together. We're love life. We are stronger together. Come on. We may not have it all together, but together we got it all. Let's go. We, together we've got it all. And that's why we need real relationships. We need real friendships. We need somebody to look us in the eye and say, you know what? You're going to make it through. You know what? God did this for so-and-so. He'll do it for you. We need some. We need that encouragement. We need that face-to-face, -face, right? Stand firm. When you're always confidently expecting something bad to happen, that's fear. You're always confidently expecting something bad to happen. Something bad's going to happen. This is that. Stop. That's fear. That's fear. The devil is not a creator. He's not a creator. He only knows how to twist God's creation. Let's say that again. The devil is not a creator. So you don't want him on your creative team, okay? You know, fire him from your creative team. He's been your creative director for too long. Stop. It's over. He's got to go. He, he has, he can only twist God's creation. His mode of operation is to lie, deceive, kill, steal, and destroy. And he has twisted faith with fear trying so hard to convince us to believe for our own destruction. He wants you to believe for your own destruction. I can't, I never will, I'll never overcome. And there you are, a creative being that has God dwelling in you, speaking those seeds forth. Not us, not here, not at love life. Today is the day, we marked it down, it's over. We will watch what we say and we're gonna speak what God says. God says it, that settles it. Let's go. We believe it. We believe it. He's, the devil's trying so hard to convince us to believe for our own destruction with fear, with worry, with doubt, with despair, with hopelessness, with depression, with anxiety. We have creative power inside of us. Do not be deceived any longer. Don't be deceived anymore. You have creative power inside of you. Resist fear. Put your faith in action for the positive. Something good is going to happen to me today. The day is not over. Come on. Something good is going to happen to me today. My healing is going to manifest. Come on. My prosperity is going to manifest. My relationships will be restored. Let's go. Something good is going to happen to me today. Is something good going to happen for you? I believe it. I believe something good. Come on. Instead of allowing it to be twisted in fear, 
We're not going to allow our faith to be twisted in fear any longer. Choose to let the peace of God guard your heart and your mind. It is so important. The peace of God is guarding your heart and your mind, right? That's your intellect, your will, your emotions, your personality, your integrity, your character. The peace of God guarding your heart and mind. The peace of God guarding your heart and mind, right? Paul said in Philippians 4, 6, don't worry about anything. Look at your neighbor, say anything. Don't worry. Be happy. Come on. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. When's the last time that you had something go on that you, the first person you turned to was God? Not Facebook, not, not TikTok, not your text message, not even your spouse. When's the last time the first thing you did was prayed? Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Let God know. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he's done. Tell God what it is that you need and thank him for all that he's done. Give thanks to God because he is good. Come on. Then, when, then, when you don't worry, when you pray about everything, when you talk to God, when you thank him, then you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. This peace belongs to you in Christ Jesus. The peace of God belongs to you. It is your right. Come on. Don't let anything convince you otherwise. Resist fear. Resist fear. Put your faith in action in the positive. In the positive. We're going to believe for something good. We're going to speak something good. Come on. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he's done. Thank him for all that he's done. What if you're like, I don't have anything to thank him about. Ready? Ready? You want this? Take that breath and thank God. That's right. Take that breath and you thank God that it ain't over yet. That he's going to turn this situation around. That you will not give up, but you will get up and you will give God the glory. That he's going to bring you through to the other side. To the other side of this virus. Come on. We're going to get to the other side. We're going to get to the other side of your financial struggles. We're getting to the other side. It doesn't matter what's going on. Political chaos. We're getting to the other side. We will overcome. We have the victory in Christ Jesus. We are going to magnify the Lord and not the problem. We're going to magnify God is good. We're going to magnify that we, who we are in Christ Jesus and not the problem, right? We're going to magnify the Lord, and we're not going to magnify the lie. We're going to magnify the Lord, and we're not going to magnify gossip. You know how many people get twisted about gossip? Somebody said something about you, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my gosh. No, I didn't mean that. I never meant that. That's you. That's your interpretation. That's what you got going on in your head. Don't put that on me. Seriously, don't get twisted. Don't get caught up in gossip. We're going to magnify the word of God, not gossip. We're going to magnify the word of God, not the evil report, not the doctor's report. Come on. It doesn't matter what they can print out, email you, send you. It does not matter. We're going to stand on the word of God. We're going to stand firm. We're going to be courageous. We're going to be strong. And we're going to stand firm in our faith, right? We're going to magnify the word and not fear. 
We're going to magnify faith and not fear. Magnify the victory that we already have in Christ Jesus. We're going to set our minds on Jesus and diligently keep it set. We set our mind on Jesus, diligently keep it set. Diligently keep it set. Set your mind, challenging our mind and thoughts to think on the word. You got to challenge your mind, right? Mind management is a skill, it's a learned skill. We don't just come out of the womb like, oh, we're ready to mind this mind. No. You know what happens if you don't mind your mind? You act like a fool when you groan. You got people grown up. We got people in their 30s. We got people in their late 20s and their 40s still throwing a fit, acting ridiculous. How were you allowing yourself to get that kind of out of control? You have no right. You need to take responsibility for your actions. You need to take responsibility for your emotions. You have no right to be acting like a toddler. A toddler would take their card. And we got people slashing tires, breaking windows, acting stupid. Why? You're, because you have, not, you have allowed yourself to believe that that behavior is okay. It's not. It's not okay. I don't care what you're watching on TV. I don't care what, you know, the soap operas. That's not real life. We should not be behaving like that. We watch that, you know, with popcorn because it's wild. Not because we want to mimic that in our life. We don't want that kind of situation going on. Nobody wants that. We don't want lying, cheating, ah, 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 fainting. No, no, no thanks. Keep that for the movies. But, but we're focusing and we're keeping our mind on that and we're wondering why we're mimicking that. We need to focus on Jesus. We need to keep our minds set on the word. We gotta challenge our thinking. We gotta challenge our thoughts. We gotta challenge our attitude. Why am I responding the way I am? I need to renew my mind to the word of God. And why am I responding in fear? Why are, we, why are we acting the way we're acting? Because your fear of that relationship, your fear of rejection? Come on, girl. Let's get it together. Can we get it together? I don't really want to go. I don't really. Stop. I don't even know what that song is. Some country, something. I don't even know. Let's move right, right along. Get it together, girl. Get your thoughts in order, right? Challenging our thoughts. Philippians 4, 8. Whatever is true, is that gossip true? Even if it's true, you know what, it ain't none of your business. Seriously, let me, let, me, let me tell you something. If this has nothing to do with you and the person you're looking at, shut up. It ain't none of your business. There's a difference when you're concerned about somebody. There's a difference when you're following up to see how somebody is and this person knows. But when you're talking trash and they're talking trash and I can't believe, can you believe? Oh my gosh, let us pray. You know what? You need to pray for forgiveness, for acting crazy. That's, we got to stop gossiping. We got to stop allowing that. And we're wondering why all this is, people are getting ulcers about something that's not even happening in your life. This is ridiculous. We've got to stop. We got to, so if it has nothing to do with you and the person, lock it up, throw away the key. Like we used to tell the kids, you know, I got your key in my pocket. They're like, nope, you can't have it. That's what we do. We should lock it up. And we only unlock it when we're speaking to that person. Say, hey, this is going on. People talking. (laughs) What's going on? Right? This is what we should be thinking about. Whatever is true. Whatever is honorable, 
and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good character. Come on, integrity matters. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. Whatever we think about the most grows because we give it energy. You're over there feeding that seed. Come on. We will be taken captive by our thoughts or we can take them captive to the obedience of Christ. You know what? Your thoughts will take you all over the place. You got to take them captive. You can't allow yourself to just think whatever flows through your mind, right? I always give this example because... Whenever I'm driving and there's one of those semis in front of me and it's one of those that has a little ramp on it because cars, every single time it never fails, I want to pump the gas and jump it. I just want to. And that is the dumbest thought. That would kill myself. Like, are you kidding me? But the thought comes. But I never allow it to like manifest into action because I know that's dumb right? But yet we allow these random thoughts to come into our mind, and there we are, thoughts becoming emotions, becoming actions, and there you are producing that in your life. Come on, we got to take control of our thoughts. We got to take them captive to the obedience of Christ. Does that thought line up to the Word of God? Come on, or we will be captive by them. When your thoughts come to your mind, you are either proactive or reactive, being a slave to them or a master over them. Let's get proactive with how we think, challenging our thoughts and creating new, healthy, godly thoughts. We create them. Come on. We change them. We got to line them up to healthy, godly thoughts, mindsets, habits, and lifestyle choices because when our thoughts are all over the place, come on, our thoughts get all over the place and they're negative. We have to ask ourselves, is this thought true? Is it honorable? Seriously, when we're dealing with relationships and somebody, somebody gets snappy with you and all of a sudden you're saying like, oh, they hate me, da 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 You're having this whole negative thing and they just said one little thing out of, you know, anger or whatever, but you are the one allowing your thoughts to go that way. I love that. With my sisters, we never, never, never question the motive, the heart, or the intent. That is never on the table. Maybe your tone may have been off. You know, we could talk about tone. But we never question motive, heart, or intent. Because we know at the end of the day, our motive, heart, and intent is that we love each other, that we got each other's back, that we're never going to leave each other, that we are together forever, you know? And so we never question that. So, but when we get snappy, we're like, oh. But I don't say, oh, my sister hates me. Oh, I can't stand her. And then you start bringing up this list. No, we don't go that way. We don't go that way. Those are things that you're not allowed to. You don't, you're not allowed to go down that roller coaster because that is a messy life. Nobody wants that. And if you're on the roller coaster, get off. You know, like, hand in your ticket. I don't want a ticket no more. You know, you over here got an all-access pass. No more all-access pass. Get off the ride. Get off the ride, right? Stop. We got to ask ourselves, is this thought true? Is this thought honorable? When everything's in a negative space, is this thought worthy of respect? Is this thought right and confirmed by God's word? Is this thought pure and wholesome? Come on, is this thought lovely and brings peace? 
Is this that admirable and of good character? Because we know that integrity matters. Is this that excellent? Is this that worthy of praise? Does this that line up to what God says about me? Come on. Do we want to reap a harvest from this thought? If not, take that thought captive and change it. That doesn't mean that you're over here like, You're driving, taking thoughts captive. No, because you know that you can drive to work and you have a whole argument. You're like, you had a whole conversation. And you know, sometimes you look over and at the car next to you and, that, and you're, like, you're like, whoa, whoa, you know, because they're having a conversation, you're having a conversation. And I'm like, I'd be praying in the spirit too in the car. And I'm like, these people just think I'm just blah, 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 talking. And then, you know, when somebody catches you praying and they pull up next to you, I just start pretending like I was singing. <laughs> because in your own car, you feel like you're in your own world. And then somebody looks in, you know, you, you look over, you catch somebody picking your nose. You're like, ew, I can see you. You know that, right? <laughs> but I'll be like, hold on, let me open my glove box, give you a little Kleenex. <laughs> That's gross. Take that thought captive, <laughs> right? Right? If that's how we change our thoughts. That's how we take them captive by changing them, right? You're not over there having a sword fight. You just take the thought captive and you change it. You replace it. You replace it, right? Replacing it with the word of God, replacing it with truth, replacing it with life, replacing it with love. We're replacing the negative with a positive. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. We'll be taken captive by our thoughts or we can take them captive to the obedience of Christ. Does this thought line up with what God's word says about me? Does this thing line up with my new creation? Come on. Right? Because our thoughts are so powerful. Our thoughts become our emotions. Our emotions become our actions. And our actions become our experience. Right? And our experience creates our environment. If your home environment is messed up, change your thoughts. Change your thoughts. The wildest thing is that me, Chatel, and Chate grew up in the same house, in the same home, with the same experiences, but we all experienced something totally different. Chante grew up in a home that was perfect. Her experience in life, we can't even relate to. Every bad memory, she doesn't even remember. We're like, how? Because she had a magic power. Whenever something bad would happen, I kid you not, this is like a legit magic power she had. She fell asleep. Whenever, like, chaos is going on, I'm not even going to give you details, but you know whatever chaos is happening in your house is probably happening in ours, and chaos is happening, you know, walls are breaking down. She takes passed out. I'm like, how did she do that? <laughs> she's taking a nap. <laughs> Somebody starts yelling, hooping, and hollering. She's catching Z's. <laughs> it's wild. And me and Chateau, we're over here like, okay, what's your plan? What you going to do? I'm going to grab this. You're going to grab that. We're going to do this. We got a, we got a plan. We got a, we got a backup plan. We got a blueprint. What we're going to do? Where we're going to go? We're going to save everybody. You know, that's our mindset. So when we talk about something, she's like, huh? And Chate grew up like, me and Chate grew up fighting, boxing, like seriously, each other and in the streets. And Chate's like, Chate grew up stuck up. I'm like, how did you even... Because when you got two older sisters that'll beat you up, you ain't got to do nothing but act stuck up. 
I guess that's how it goes. But your thoughts <laughs> create your environment. If you need a new environment in the home, it's time to get new thoughts, right? Thoughts create emotions, emotions, actions, actions, experience, experience, environment. And our created environment leaves our legacy. It leaves our legacy. And we're designed to leave a legacy in victory in Christ Jesus. We're leaving a legacy for those to come that we have the victory in Christ Jesus. So do you. We've got the victory in Christ Jesus, so do you, right? This new way of thinking, it takes time and consistency. Day by day, with constant repetition, replacing our old way of doing things with God's way of doing things. Building a strong foundation of God's word, God's love in our thoughts, in our mind, in our heart, right? In our attitude. We have to guard our heart and apply mind management tools to renew our mind to the word of God. This is how we're going to do it. Some people just say, renew your mind. You're like, how? Through changing your thoughts, replacing the old way of doing things with God's way of doing things, right? First Peter 5, 6. Therefore, humble yourself. Here you go. You want to know how? Humble yourself. What does humble yourself mean? It means become teachable. Don't be a know-it-all. We got a generation of know-it-alls. I know, I know. If you knew, then you would. If you knew, then you'd be doing it. If you knew, then you'd have success. So let's stop with I know and humble ourselves. You're under the mighty hand of God. Set aside self-righteous pride so that he may exalt you to a place of honor in his service at the appointed time, casting all of your cares, all of your anxieties, all of your worries, all of your concerns once and for all on him. We got to humble ourselves. We can't do it alone. We can't do it on our own. We may never have the answers, but we're going to cast our care onto God because he cares for us, right? He cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. Be sober. Come on, put down, put it down, put it down. Be sober, well-balanced, and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times that the enemy of yours, the devil, he prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking whom he may, who he may devour. But resist him. We resist the devil. We resist evil. Come on, we resist fear. Be firm in your faith against his attack. Come on, established, immovable, rooted, and grounded, knowing that the same experience of suffering and be, is being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. You don't suffer alone. Your sister been through it. Your brothers have been through it. We've been through stuff. That's why we need fellowship. That's why we need to talk. That's why we need to let each other know. God did it for me. He'll do it for you. God did it. And you got to remind yourself. God did it then. He'll do it again. He did it then and he'll do it again. Resist the devil. Resist evil. Resist fear. When? In the morning. And in the afternoon. And in the evening. Come on, that's when we resist all day long. Resist, resist, resist. Victory is at hand. Do not give up. Your victory is right there. Come on, don't give up. Don't give in. Get up. Do not let your heart be troubled. Do not let it be afraid. Do not fear. When you operate in fear and anxiety, you start perceiving things that are not true to be truth. You start perceiving the lie and the gossip and the evil report to be the truth of your life. And that is not the truth, but you believe them to be true. Come on, stop believing it and put your faith in God. Put your faith in his word. When thoughts of fear come, 
Resist, resist, come on, resist. When the feelings of fear come, resist, resist, resist. Stand firm in your faith, let's go. Be courageous, be strong. Fear is not from God. In case you were wondering, fear is not from God. He doesn't want you to have a little fear. Just have a little fear of that sickness and disease. Have a, no, fear is not from God. Fear is not from God. Paul said in 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Do not be deceived by the devil any longer. You're not weak. You are strong. You are been, you've been empowered. Come on. Power, love, and a sound mind. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound judgment. Come on, personal discipline, abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. We don't need to be out of control. We don't need to be acting crazy, wild, and a mess because we have a well-balanced mind. Come on, God gave us his spirit and the spirit does not make us weak or fearful. Instead, the Spirit of God gives us power and love and helps us control ourselves. We will resist fear at all costs. Come on. This is, the devil wants the world to not even believe he exists. The devil wants him, the devil wants to deceive the world and believe that he's only got these horns and he only comes out on Netflix and during Halloween and spooky movies. No, we resist fear. We resist fear. The devil, is, the devil is a liar. He's an accuser. He is defeated, right? He's already defeated. We will resist fear at all costs and not allow fear to rob us of what already belongs to us in Christ Jesus. You're an overcomer. Look at your neighbor and say, you are an overcomer. You're an overcomer. You're more than a conqueror. You're a winner. Come on. Be on guard. Your enemy, he's out there, but you're smarter and you're wiser because you have the word of God. You've got the power of God. Come on, you're not, you don't have a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Be courageous, be strong, and do everything with love because perfect, mature love casts out, drives out all fear. All fear, all fear, right? Amen? Y'all receive something tonight? We're going to fear not, right? We're going to be faith-filled, and we will not fear. Whatever comes our way, we trust God completely. We trust his word, and we trust that we already have the victory in Christ Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.